Listening to the KSR Football Podcast. The KSR Football Podcast. Back. Better than ever. Nick Rouse, Drew Franklin, and drumroll, please. <laughs> Freddie Maggard. Freddie, how much have you missed those intros by Nick Roush? Not much. <laughs> I ain't gotten any He's better. gotten a little better. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You know, I like to just start now. We don't even need an introduction. I like to just start, but you deserved one. It's good to have you back, Freddie. It's, it's been too to, long. Yeah, it's good to be back, Nicholas. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. good. Uh, you know, a lot has changed since we were last podcasting. Yeah. I got a ring on my finger. My wife's got a baby in her belly. I'm all grown up. We have an office. Yes. We we're told Freddie to meet us at the office. He didn't know what we were talking about. He thought we still recorded with the Britney Spears, 50 Cent, Justin yeah. Timberlake posters around us. I thought you were station. joking about the office. Oh, no, this is it. You like yeah, the place? It's, it's nice. Yeah. It's a little cold. Sorry about that. Working on it's a okay. heating issue. Congratulations, Drew. Thank you. Getting Thank engaged. you very much. Yeah, and congrats to you. You got a new gig now. Has, yeah. has it been rewarding? It's been time? very rewarding. Yeah, it's great. Love it. Love every minute of it. So you're with uh, Shepherd's House. Yeah, what, Shepherd's tell, House. Tell us all, what all you're doing over uh, there. Well, we, uh, we offer uh, recovery programming in central kentucky in lexington fayette county danville we have uh, intensive outpatient program in danville uh, we have locations in lexington uh, a sober living facility and uh, we just provide a quality recovery program for men uh, in central kentucky it's a lot of fun love it love every minute of it well and before that you i mean one successful stem to the next mm-hmm just show up on the UK football sidelines. They win ten games. Yeah, how about that? That you was got, a lot of fun. Yeah, you got you must have like some magic sauce or something <laughs> you added or something. Well, I think Josh Allen and, and Benny <coughs> Snell and those they guys. Help. You know, you know. we throw yeah. you as the third member of that class that did so well. <laughs> that team, yeah. Even though Shepherd's House has been keeping you busy, I assume you've been watching UK football. I in have your spare time. I have, uh, but you know, uh, from from afar. Sometimes yeah. because I had uh, travel soccer this this fall. Oh, so, nice! Yeah, we were doing that. So I listened to Tom Leach on the radio and caught games when I could. But uh, yeah, it was interesting to try to keep up with it. And obviously, re- reading Kentucky Sp- SportsRadio dot com uh, sideline. <laughs> yeah, just a little bit different. Yeah, you know. but you were on the soccer sideline. How yeah. they do? Did well. Did well. Had had a good travel season. We go to Tennessee. Oh, you got and, a bowl game? Uh, well, yeah, in a couple months <laughs> we'll go down there and play. It's a lot of fun. I've learned soccer. Oh, really? You know, it was it's the original football, they say. Yeah, I, I've learned it. Uh, I, I know what offsides. offsides. I know offsides now, yes. And I know – Different hand signal than football offsides. Yeah, I know what the, the flags mean, you know, uh, throw-ins. And, and when, when is a uh, side kick and when is – I know the difference between a side kick and a goal kick. 
Right. Oh, that's big. Right. That's right. important. Yeah. Yeah. So well, I've learned, uh, I really did enjoy it. Well, I mean, you were a great athlete. You played lots of sports. Do, now that you know soccer, do you would you, do you wish you could go back in time and maybe you were the next David Beckham? No. Out of the mountains. <laughs> no. No. Okay. I can't imagine <laughs> they played too much soccer. Yeah, I, I don't think. From. Yeah. Yeah. No. I, uh, I, they were in a lot of fights. I think. <laughs> I, I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. So football stuff. Just since the last time we put on headsets. Some good things have happened. Yeah. Um, Kentucky's going to Charlotte, going to the Belk Bowl. Yeah. And I know a lot of us anticipated uh, Gator Bowl versus Indiana. That was the word on the street for a couple days. In fact, Drew Franklin texted me. If I pull up the text, I believe it says Sharpie. Yeah, Sharpie. I even typed out what time and date it was to let you know. Yeah, December 7th at like 7.40 p.m. What a backfire that was. I'm trying to pull it up right now. You pulled a real Seth Davis on that one. What? So I texted Nick Saturday at 6.20. It says, Go Cats, Kentucky, Indiana, and Jacksonville, Sharpie. And then I said, (laughs) I typed out December 7th, 6.20. You heard it here first. And then I continued to remind him. That I told him at 6.20 on Saturday. Yep. So, so I was calling the Trinity mail game right? when all this was going on. Oh, yeah. It was crazy. I was so in the stands. I, yeah. Cheering. You were on the uh, big screen. Did you see yourself? Yeah, I did. I did. Yeah. I, I, you I, made the big screen? Oh, I made yeah. the big oh. screen. He had a Packers toboggan on, <laughs> his yeah. glasses, and I was like, oh, my. That is Nick And I started Lush. dancing. I was just mad that I didn't have enough. Like, I, cause You were you in that awkward position of what do I do? There's me. Do I dance? Do I act goofy? <laughs> Do I act like I don't know on the screen? You were in that awkward position. And the thing was is, like, they were playing music to dance to, and I think I may have been. But as soon as I realized, I was like, oh, crap, I've got to do something. And I was trying to think of do something. <laughs> and so I just put my hands up and just, like, wooed. It was bad. So I've always made fun of the people who are looking at the big screen and don't realize it's them. You know what I'm talking about? There's yeah. always, like, a delay. Right, right. So at the basketball game Saturday, I look up, and Abby's on the big screen, and she's being awkward and not doing anything. So after, <laughs> I'm making fun of her, and she's telling me it's it's really hard. There's a lot of pressure. So for me to just sit here and judge, having never been on a big screen, well, I've, I've heard from now you and her that it's not as easy as it seems. And I think a lot of it is just you're just so shocked because you hear people around you like, oh, wait, that's us. And then you, you think it's just them. No, you're on it too. And I really wanted to just dab it away. You but I, I was too. I was. I was too slow. I was too slow. And you know what? Big time players. They make big time plays in big time games. And I just. I wasn't ready for that stage. I wasn't ready for it. Uh, someone at the basketball game went uh, double L's down. Um, it was, it was nice. really beautiful. That's a good, one. good form yeah. too. I mean, really at a ninety degree angle with the, with the wrist and the the L going down. Still hard to beat. Uh, J.J. Weaver's L's down. His, his gonna I mean, be tough. He that does have an extra figure. Is incredible. Yeah, it's it's a power L too. Mm-hmm. It's like a capital L's down, um, which. J.J. Weaver, he had a pretty good year, Freddie, for a true freshman and only playing in four games. I think – well, Mark Stoops was able to redshirt his entire class. How crazy that's is insane. that? That's insane. That's great. That is – that <laughs> is, you know, I think that's one of the most under-talked-about uh-huh. results of the 2019 season is, you know, you strategically play uh, play J.J. Weaver, Jared Casey, uh, those guys in that class. You play them, but then you keep their redshirt. You know, and then you let the the players from Louisville play against U of L, which I think had to be That's, extremely yeah. rewarding. Right, because UT those Martin could have been a game they could have yeah. really gotten some minutes. Yeah, but he saved yeah. them for that. They saved them from that. I mean, I, that that's a tremendous thing going forward. JJ's mom said they would have had to build new bleachers if he would have held on to that interception. Because he was so close to getting <laughs> yeah. that pick six. That would have been awesome. You're right, though, but, in that being able to do that. When Stoops first got here, and I know the rules changed since he first got here, but it was basically like, all right, you're on campus, here's your books, get in the game. Yeah. We need you right now. Like, right, get your right. own. 
And the thing is, too, is a lot of those guys could have played right away. A lot of these guys that are coming up in this signing class, good enough to play right away. But you're only going to have to really play two or three, you know, in all of the games just because you've got all this – all this talent in your coffers. I, I think you're going to see a defensive lineman play or two yeah. play right yeah. away. Yeah. Uh, a receiver, Isaiah Cummings, that I had in the Trinity Mail How game. How fun is it to watch him hit people? Yeah. So Do, I, do bus heads for a receiver. I, th- I, I, think, I think there could be a receiver that, that could earn minutes. Maybe his he, he rhymes, his name rhymes with Schmonut. Rhymes with what? Schmonut. Schmonut? Yeah, he goes by Donut. I'm, I don't even know who You don't know is. Donut? I don't. Michael Drennan. Oh, okay, I know the name. I don't know Donut. He Why says, is he Donut? He says my name is Donut. That's his Instagram I, handle. I did that's, not know this. He he. It, that's why he's going to be your favorite player. Not because of what he does on the field, but his he, he, his name is Donut. He goes by well, Donut. He okay, doesn't run wrong. like he's eating a bunch of donuts, but still. My favorite player should be named Donut. You know my favorite player, Bully McCall. Don't be giving me two favorite <laughs> players. I'm sticking with him. But I bet I know which defensive lineman Freddie Hinnadet could play. Uh, next year too. Yeah, I might think, be a friend of bully. Yeah, I think yeah. there's, there's going to be possibly more than one defensive lineman playing as a true freshman. Oh, hmm, interesting. Oh, Matt Luke went to Georgia. Yeah, breaking news. It's good. Good for him. Yeah, it's kind of weird doing, doing a coach swap because the one from Georgia goes to Arkansas. The, That's a strange hire. <laughs> did you see <laughs> the videos they were making too? Yeah, <laughs> it was really bizarre. Yeah. It's, uh, Wait, didn't he have Arkansas blocked on Twitter? <laughs> yeah, and they kept it up there too. <laughs> like Arkansas made a joke about it, but like they didn't delete the tweet. Like they just yeah, burned themselves. Got to roll with it. Yeah. And meanwhile, here in Lexington, stability keeps going. You you, you worried at all about Eddie Grand leaving? I'm not worried about it. If Eddie Grand gets a head coaching job, I'll be all for it. I mean, that's that's obviously your goal and as a coach is to be a head coach. Walt Wells goes from uh, quality control to head coach at DKU. Mm-hmm. Extremely happy for Walt. But, yeah, if Eddie goes and does that, that'd be great. Um, Nobody's ever said, I want to be an offensive coordinator forever. He, he wants a job. Yeah, as somebody that whenever that news first came out, somebody uh, informed me that they thought they recalled him saying something along the lines of, him saying he got the head coaching bug out of him um, a while ago. Now, that could be interview well, coach. Well, he might Pete. not be as interested in just jumping at the first offer. Right, but, but if, 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 if the right offer calls, he'll, he'll be a head yeah, coach I mean, again. Yeah, but if Kentucky bring, uh, keeps its staff together for the ball game, that would be an advantage that because be nice. Virginia Tech is not. Yeah, they lost three coaches? Three, three coaches. Longtime defensive line coach is, is not coming back. He was the last holdover from the Frank Beamer staff. Well, and then Bud Foster, he's well, having his last Well, no, there's two more. Hand. The uh, running back coach and DB coach also have, are not being retained. Huh. So there's some shakeup there with the Hokies going into the belt bowl. Yeah. Uh, my, my thing with Eddie Grant, too, because when Lane Kiffin got the job at Ole Miss, A, I think most people were just happy from the like SEC media day. is going to be a lot more fun this year. It's just it's going to be. Um, but I think another part of it is that his departure at FAU, that's a that's an attractive job. You can go places with that one. They just won Conference USA Championship game. So I could see where that would be enticing. Eddie Grant's name got thrown out there by Bruce Feldman, who knows what he's talking about. But He's already recruiting Florida. Exactly. Yeah. Now, the difference – has done so for, yeah, for a long 29 time. years. If you're so. taking that job, you're not taking it for the money because it's, it's, it's the same. Yeah. You'd be making the same. So you're taking it and that's if, do I want to start from scratch – or do I want to stick around here and coach a guy by the name of Joey Gatewood? Which be hard to run away from what Eddie Grant has at his fingertips coming up at the quarterback position. Yeah, that guy's a baller. He is, but 
Let's get it out there. This is Terry Wilson's team. Oh, yeah. If he's healthy, this is Terry's team. I think Nick meant long, long term. Yeah, exactly. Like, that's two years down the road. But, like, this is – the quarterback room this year obviously decimated, but down the pike you've got Terry Wilson, you got another here, you got Joey Gatewood, you got Bo Allen, you got some talented dudes in that room. Yeah, when you go through the sting that the Kentucky coaching staff went through after your starting quarterback gets hurt, your backup transfer, grad transfer quarterback gets hurt. You, after losing two of your quarterbacks to transfer, Danny Clark mm-hmm. and Gunnar Hope, you're down to your fifth option. That's something that Kentucky does not want to feel again. Oh, and so the, you go the true and freshman get, tore his ACL. Yeah, the so then you yeah. go out and get a Joey Gatewood, and then you've got Bo Allen coming in, and you get a healthy Terry Wilson coming back. You can't have too many quarterbacks in that room because no. very, very rarely – I mean, look at the SEC this year. True. South Carolina, Florida, Kentucky, Alabama – they oh, it was miss. every week to start the yeah. year someone was losing a quarterback. A starting quarterback they, went they down. They showed a graphic during that SEC championship game of the quarterbacks that Georgia face, and it was – I mean, I think they were taking a shot at one bone, though. That was uncalled for when they put yeah. wide receivers. But the SEC, man, they took a beating this took year. A di- yeah, sure did. Took a beating at the quarterback position. But that's why you have to have a quality uh, backup. That's why you have to have a developmental plan which I think uh, Darren Henshaw does a tremendous job. He's going to get Bo Allen, get him in here, redshirt him hopefully, let him learn a little bit. But but there's no doubt in my mind if if this would have been this year, mm-hmm. Bo Allen would have played. Bo Allen could play mm-hmm. right now and play well, mm-hmm. in, my, in my opinion. He is a drop-in-the-bucket kind of guy. He is. Like well, that's but but he he he's sneaky athletic too. Oh, he had a ton of rushing. Yeah, that was the I thing mean, about his team yeah, this year. He accounted for what seventy percent of so their offensive if, production. If the scheme truly called for a dual threat guy, I think Bo Allen could do that. Now he's not going to be a Terry Wilson, Joey Gatewood guy on on the edge, but I think I think Bo Allen could seriously run a, a dual threat scheme and yeah. not have a drop off. I do just like imagining though, like. All the fun little things that we had to see in Bowden Ball this year, all the options, just adding somebody who has a big arm. You know who's <laughs> going to benefit from that quarterback room? The secondary. Secondary is going to go against arms, live arms next year, mm-hmm. this spring, this summer, in the fall camp. They're going to get some quality arms. It's going to give them some good looks. So that, uh, the quarterback position will help the secondary as well. Drew. I didn't even think about that angle here late in the year. They <laughs> Practice probably wasn't too difficult. They on the were probably blocking, you know, guarding Darren Henshaw's passes. Or, oh, Maxwell Smith, he's a GA still. That's true. Yeah, so he's, it could have Maxwell thrown at him. But I, I want to break a journalism rule, Drew. Uh, we we don't even abide by any rules. So okay, good. How good. about it? Good to say. I didn't even go to journalism school, so I don't know the rules. Uh, talk about Freddie. You had English The secondary. <laughs> Three times. Three times. Three times, yeah. But going into the year, we didn't think th- we didn't know what the hell was going to happen with the secondary. I was terrified. Look at him now. How crazy was it to see this unit grow, and were you surprised at, at their development throughout the year? Uh, I think yes. I mean, every, I mean, everybody was surprised. <laughs> not, not pretty much. Not the development because I know uh, Clean Scale and Hood; those guys are great coaches. Plus, Mark Stoops is in with the secondary. I, mm-hmm. I, they were going to be coached up, but one thing you cannot teach, especially with the secondary's experience. Mm-hmm. There was a ton of inexperience on that on the, in that secondary, and they played extremely well. Uh, so, you know, they developed nicely. They played well together. Right. Um, and they played well individually, especially at the corner position. Uh, one thing that I, I saw that was, 
I think as good or better than last year was tackling from the cornerbacks, I think was better this year than last year, uh, especially against the run game. And that's something that uh, Kentucky's going to have to do to beat Virginia Tech, obviously. But, yeah. Uh, I was very pleasantly surprised because Kentucky's only given up, what, 172 pass yards a game. I think it's 13th Yeah, in the it's, it's ranked nationally. So I, I, the offense certainly really helps. It does those Freddie numbers I've missed. We yeah. never have numbers. That, <laughs> and, 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 you know, complete disclosure, the weather helped too. Oh, uh, yeah. A few games to keep we, the passing numbers down. We'd be lying if we didn't act like the weather didn't help uh, yeah. win a couple games. Yeah. yeah, that Georgia game especially. Like when Jake Fromm, could, like that first half, it was yeah. like, oh, gosh. They, <laughs> well, even Missouri, I'm not saying Missouri would have won if the day had been sunny, but it helped neutralize them a little bit too yeah drew lock too uh turns out that guy was pretty good yeah not bad yeah. i think the yeah. broncos like him a little bit right <laughs> yeah. now yeah but kentucky secondary has been just incredibly encouraging the one, to watch i well, love watching them play the one that i was most shocked freddie is i remember it was one of these practices they let us open either fan day or spring practice or something and i was just watching those guys and jamari brown would go from oh man he almost picked that off to like Dude, what are you doing, buddy? And they jump right down his throat because yeah. he because he it was just it was a lot of those experience yeah. lack of and it, because they were getting reps with the twos at best last year because mm-hmm. they were rotating so many guys in and you saw him grow exponentially and that Brandon Eccles kid he's pretty good yeah Kentucky how many how many blowout wins did the Cats have last year uh one. Okay, uh, Louisville. <laughs> that was a pretty big one. So even the Middle Tennessee game was like a seven-point game. At so, one point. so your game experience last year came from the five seniors. That's who played ninety-five percent of the snaps throughout the season. And now they're playing right yeah. now. So it's not like the there was Bucks a lot of a lot of lopsided Texans. games that, yeah. that these guys this year could have played. Plus, you have the junior college players. Uh, so, yeah, yeah. Jordan's they, played great at safety too. Yeah, I, I think he's, he's. I was pumped he got that pick on senior. He, he's played extremely well because he's he's the experienced guy in that secondary, and, and I have to single him out. I think he's shown leadership, and I think he's played well. Played assignment, strong football, uh, not made a lot of errors as far as uh, assignments goes. Really happy for him. I think he's played a, had a good year. I feel like we always want to talk about all the, the bad hands Kentucky was dealt, but we we keep forgetting to mention. Like, that secondary didn't have Devontae Robinson. That's not as big as losing Terry Wilson, but it's not too far off for your yeah. secondary losing its, well, its captain. The defensive line didn't have Phil Hoskins. That's true, too. That's another big starter, snack. yeah. Is he coming back? Yeah. I mean, it's not official. But he gets to apply after the season? Yeah, and there most people are pretty pretty confident that Big Snacks will be, be able huge. to get one. Because he, he has all the criteria. Mm-hmm. Because, like, like you said, I mean, that's the one spot where you're losing guys. You're losing TJ Carter. You're losing Calvin Taylor Jr., who – Cordell Looney. I, I love that big Calvin had a big year. I love Calvin. Because I always liked interviewing him. His body does not look like a defensive lineman. It does not. And not, even if for a 6'10 dude, he's got some skinny legs. Yeah. I I actually never got to, like, stand close to him until late in the year I went to a practice what? and was interviewing him. And I kind of was surprised without pads kind of how he looked, really. Yeah. But, I mean, he's been great. Got some long arms. I know that's oh, why yeah. they like him. And he's using it to his advantage. You were talking about the recruiting class coming up. Look at Kentucky's sack quarterback sack leaders the last two years. Where were they ranked as far as the recruiting services, and at what time of the recruiting cycle were they brought on? Well, uh, pretty much last, right? Monmouth Calvin? with Josh Allen, okay, in the last week or two, and then then 
Calvin Taylor Jr. Yeah, he was. They got even, him in like May. Yeah, so it was after <laughs> signing day. Signing classes are great, and I'm excited. I'm as excited about it as anybody with this class. However, that bottom portion of your class is just as important as that top portion. Mm-hmm. And now you see Calvin Taylor Jr. You see Josh Allen. Last player a couple of years ago was a was a defensive lineman that nobody had heard of, and Abulia Body Fitzgerald. Man, he played, he played well. At the end he's of the he's year. your starting defensive end, defensive yeah. tackle. So again, uh, you know, the 2014 class kind of taught me a lesson. Uh-huh. Uh, you know, I I just didn't see it with that class like everybody else did, and it kind of reminds me. Have you ever seen Charlie Wilson's War or read that book? Oh yeah, yeah. Tom Hanks movie. Yeah, Big Tom Hanks. Oh, uh, they're in the hot tub. Gu- the hot tub scene. Well, no, Gus Gus's famous line. We'll see. We'll see. Huh, okay. Uh, there's one kid who's one on the lower end of that class. Who I don't know why he's not a force. Drew Phillips. Uh, did you play with his dad, I Carlos? Did. Carlos Phillips. Yep. Yeah. Which he's got his Power K helmet and the entertainment. Did you see, have you ever seen the video of him jumping the car? Yeah. yeah <laughs> he jumped over crazy. a car. <laughs> yeah. He he's a crazy athlete. And he's really physical. Yes, I, he is. I I think he. I mean, he's still like not at the bottom of the class. But, like, uh, and then the kid, uh, Derek Jackson, who is, like, the lowest-ranked kid, he came up to a camp and, like, slept in the parking yeah. lot. Don't you love that? And then the next morning goes out and runs, like, a 4-4 four, four or something like that. <laughs> like a, it's like he's, you slept yeah. in the car last this night, This staff, dude. I tell you, I mean, you know, I wrote about that on KentuckySportsRadio.com. It's so good to get that email from you where – you know, well, I guess our listeners don't know, but Freddie submits us like a Word document. Yeah. That we put it on the site for him. It's good to see one pop up. It had been a while. Um, <laughs> 2019, in my opinion, is Mark Stoops' best work to date. And I don't think it's close. I mean, I, and, and I, I will double down on that, Drew. I don't think it's too crazy. We're I doubling down? I'll double down on it. This is the best coaching staff I've seen at Kentucky in 50 years during my lifetime. Man. Best – Best talent evaluators, best recruiters, best teachers, best developers as a collective group that I've seen at Kentucky in 50 years. I'm really worried about other staffs trying to take them. But the good thing is, is Mitch Barnhart's giving Mark Stoops the resources to invest. We're like, how attractive is it to go elsewhere? Look at my my guy, Logan Stenberg. One power five offer, and that was Kentucky. That's he turned it. out all right. Turned yep. out all right. All SEC, all American candidate. Yeah, I've heard great hair. I've heard Simon talk up Eli Cox too, which another yeah, classic. <laughs> another one where he had. You know, I think UK was like his only big offer as well. This this staff evaluates incredibly well, and, and you know, easily identify. Everybody knows Lynn Bowden is going to be a star, or mm-hmm. some of these guys like that. But I mean, they just do a great job evaluating them, recruiting them. The big, the big dog is is doing some work. Yeah, uh, Dean Hood good at finding punters too. Yes. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I guess we're gonna have him back, according to you. Yeah, I mean Max not is not Dean like, Hood. I mean, well, Dean Hood too, but Max Duffy. He's will be back. he's very like I think he is. I think enjoying his time at UK. Like, well, he, I mean, he gets to be a college kid at age twenty eight. <laughs> I mean, I tried that. It didn't work. I gave it my best. <laughs> but he is actually a college kid, so it, I, I he, don't blame him. I love that kid. He, like, he really is great. He's awesome. He's been on the KSR football podcast before. We don't normally have players, but yeah. we made an exception He was here enjoying him. some wings. Oh, yeah, he was here eating, so, so we just called him over. He's so awesome. Yeah. So oh, man. Awesome. He's going to win the Ray Gow Award Thursday. Yeah, he, but let's talk about he how he's second team today. What by the, the hell are the coaches thinking? All SEC second team. I'll have whatever they're having. 
Well, Ryan told me on the show today. The sports information director. Yeah, that it's basically like get this off my desk is how the coaches vote. Like yeah. somebody take this and vote. But even the SIDs, they got to be they paying attention, know. right? They like, should know. I would think. I trust UK's SIDs. Yeah, to, Tony Neely to and Susan Locks and Don Crane. The they know yeah. what they're doing. But I, I, would, I would definitely agree with that. But some of those other SIDs. But well, I wanted to riot when uh, he was on second team, Stenberg was on second team, and Drake Jackson not even a mention. <laughs> get out of here. Forget about it. Man, those guys are coming back, too. Drake's coming back. You're only losing Stenberg. Darian Kennard, there were a couple There were a couple times in that Louisville game where I'm sitting next to Luckett, and I'm like, 70. Wait, which <laughs> which one's setting? He's just blowing dudes oh. down the field. He was pro football focus, first team all-SEC tackle, I believe. Yeah, he was the highest-graded lineman at UK. Highest-graded, I think, he's player. he's the one we don't really mention. I know, because he's a young guy. He had to play right away with Landon Young's injury last year. He was kind of rotating in and out. They played him at, like, three different spots, and now he's in that spot at right tackle. Dude's going to be a stud next year. And on top of it all, he's got some flow to him, man. It's silky smooth. <laughs> like, it's it's kind of like if he styled it a certain way, he could have the Freddy hair out of the back of the helmet look going. That That takes a lot. I vote for that. Yeah, we need. What about it. a ponytail? Is that possible, or am I asking too uh, yeah, much here? It's it's about. It, last I saw, it was it was close to shoulder length. I would love a long ponytail on an offensive line. Oh yeah, somebody sent me a picture of my mullet. I forgot. I'll show you guys. Oh, oh yeah. you got a good mullet picture. Yeah, I'll show it to you later. You ever thought about bringing it back? Nah, mm-hmm. I'm too old. I man. had some some friends visit us uh, that aren't from Kentucky this uh-huh. weekend, and we took them to Rupp Arena for the basketball game, and one of them said. That the oh wow, Freddie, that is a good looking <laughs> mullet. Oh yeah, you got to bring that back. Oh man, the flare at the bottom is what really like. And did, did, is it just go that way, or it's did natural, you have to man. like? No, I yeah, didn't natural curl. curl? No, it's natural, yeah. I think you got to bring. I'm that jealous. Back. But my 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 non Kentuckian guest said the uh, I think he said five or ten best mullets he've ever seen in his life were all at Reparine on Saturday. <laughs> Okay, we're, we're proud of a couple yeah, mullets here and there. We haven't gotten rid of them here in Kentucky. Yeah, and we haven't gotten off topic that much today. What's? Come on, Freddie, you're, you're rusty. I know. Hey, so if you if y'all want a good Christmas movie recommendation, something to watch with the family, on Disney Plus, it's called Noel. It's it's very cutesy, and y'all might make fun of me for it, but it is awesome. It's got my girl Anna Kendrick's the lead. I'm a big Anna Kendrick fan enough to where my wife is like. Kind of taking shots at me, you know. Yeah, uh, Bill Hader, who is I hate Bill Hader. What? He's the worst thing that's ever been what, put on. What television. is wrong with you? Bill Hader is awful. I, you you don't like Barry? Just the best show on television right now. I like Barry, and it would have been fifty times better. You that is anybody just, but Bill Hader. Just been a Barry. despicable take by you, Drew Franklin. Get that nonsense so out you of can here. Keep your Noel. Oh man, it's a I great movie. I watched one Friday. on Lifetime last week. Where the family's hotel is in jeopardy, Uh-oh. and Christmas is coming up. Uh oh! You know it's crazy. Everything's always in jeopardy around Christmas time. I know. In these random Christmas KSR towns. football podcast. And I don't want to spoil it, but in the end, I think the hotel might <laughs> might stay. So that's on Lifetime. I don't know what it's called. Something about a lodge, mistletoe lodge. Sounds about right. Holly Lodge. You a big Christmas movie guy, Freddie? Hallmark Christmas movies. Yeah. You like the Hallmarks? Love them. I'm a big claymation guy. Love it. We'll record them when they come. So the, like, the Hallmark Lifetime, though, something always gets saved. It's always in trouble. Uh, yeah. Well, you know, yeah, right. saving the yeah. day. Maria, didn't the A Block have a big rant about this? Oh, about the Hallmark? R.I.P. A yes. Block. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, which 
I love them. Good, do you have a favorite? Or they're all great. You don't even know the names. No. Just on. They're all like the same movie. Mm-hmm. Just different. They go like, back to a small hometown. Yeah. And it looks like Versailles or Bardstown or, mm-hmm. or A lot of them, the, they start, you know, the, the woman has moved off to New York. And she's, she's a big so city girl. Now, yeah. And she forgets her family roots. Yeah. And she comes back and she's being mean to everyone. But by the end of the day, she has fallen in love with the guy who owns the Christmas tree farm, <laughs> and she decides to stay home and live, leave the big city life behind and help run the family Christmas business. Christmas tree farm or a restaurant. A lot of restaurants. Restaurant. Yeah. Coffee yeah. shop. Yeah. Coffee shop. That's yeah. good. Oh, yeah. Big yeah. coffee shop. Yeah. One that was the OG before Hallmark took it over was Ryan Reynolds early, Just Friends. Mm-hmm. Let's not forget our guy, Josh Hopkins. I think he auditions for all these. He's in half the lifetime Hallmark. <laughs> Is he movies. really? Oh, you all like, seen Midway? I haven't seen it yet. Right over here? Just no. I live a couple <laughs> exits away from it. Is it great? Is it lit up? Because I know Woody Harrelson's in it. He does a great job. That's a wonderful movie. Yeah. Love I need, it. I need to catch it. Gosh, y'all are getting me excited Love for Christmas it. movies. I know. because When does Top Gun come out? <laughs> 80s? Uh, 89, I think. <laughs> the new one? The new one. I don't know. Let's look. I don't know either. I know we the have, new Star Wars is happening. The, the the Tom Hanks Mr. Rogers just came out. And I haven't been to see it I yet. I have no desire to see that. I don't know why. Yeah, it's yeah, I wasn't a big Mr. Rogers well, person. And I think what it is too, Freddie, is like I know what Mr. Rogers looks like. Like I so like I know that no, Tom Hanks is Tom Hanks. He's not Mr. Rogers. Yeah, I'm so not, it's just I guess it's too soon. Or I do want to see the new Top Gun. That knives out. June twenty sixth, next good. next summer. <laughs> Top Gun Maverick. Well, they got they, they got to. Given sh- my age, I don't know if I'll be alive by <laughs> the time it comes out. Well, they got to wait till beach volleyball season. Why? Oh, yeah, yeah, you know. I'll get you a good bootleg coffee with people laughing in the background. <laughs> bootleg coffee? Okay. Um, okay. Christmas movies aside, football, <laughs> Belk Bowl. I don't know. I feel like that was a good conversation. I, no, no. What about the state championships? Okay. Yeah, tell, you tell called. Me, you you called. How about that? What? You, you had the them. game of the the weekend. I did. I didn't have all of them. I just had three. Of them. Okay. Was. Tell us about the Somerset game. This guy was awesome. Was it the best game you've I've ever seen per- in person? Really? Yeah, ever. Yeah. I, I don't know if I've ever seen a game won on a walk-off touchdown pass. I was there for a Missouri game. So, you, you were there yeah, for the Missouri CJ game. Yeah, C.J. Conrad so, Missouri. Oh, that yeah. That was a pretty big one. Yeah. This one was – But that didn't have – even though that was a pretty miraculous comeback, this one was the length of the field in 20 seconds? 32 seconds. 32? Did they have any timeouts? No, but they both <laughs> they both were helped out by pass interference. Yeah, yeah. I forgot about CJ. Yeah, that's the second. But I think Somerset. Well, they were both pretty daggone exciting. I don't know, but Somerset was incredible. The untimed down thing is like well, yeah, both of them were untimed down. So well, but we, this one was farther away though. Yeah, Somerset Somerset was away. like the two. Yeah, Somerset and it was like wasn't CJ Conrad. It was just some high school kids. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But that, it, how good is that Sharon kid? Because he's got he's an offer pretty from UK. Good. Yeah, he's good. He's good. Yeah, he can. I just, can I was happy for Somerset because they never won a state championship. They're the Briar Jumpers, yeah. the best nickname in all of sports. So Somerset comes and warms up on the field, and you got number two and number seven, two being the quarterback, uh, Kaya Sharon, uh-huh. just throwing to number seven like 40, 50 yard dimes. And I'm like, man, this kid's pretty good. <laughs> you know, then he comes out in the game and just starts. I mean, he's good. Mayfield's a good team, too. I mean, Mayfield, that's, that's a program. That, you know, God. Mayfield Trinity's won like 650 you know, combined I, I state felt, championships. I felt awful for the – I don't even know whose fault it was because I haven't seen a great clip of the last play. Oh, but that kid's but that wild. DB, yeah, I, mean, I did too. He, he turns and you can just tell by his body language he knows. Like I felt terrible. I mean, he's in a kid. bad spot. It was a good play call. And if he well, guards him, the other guy's <laughs> open. So. You know, it's just football, man. What we used to say, Nick, football happens. Yeah. Because about six minutes prior – 
Somerset is in the lead. Mayfield scores. Mayfield kicks off, and the player from Somerset catches it, fumbles it, fumbles it again. Mayfield recovers and then scores to take the lead. Yeah, 14 points in yeah, like 10 14 seconds. Po- yeah, so, so, I mean, it, it just it's tough. What man. were your other two games? Uh, that, was the, that was the crazy one. Belfry and Bell County. And oh, man, Belfry, the Pirates, man. That's a good game. They got, me, they got, my, they got my Colts. I was bummed. At the, yeah, at the goal line, line for too. Two. No, man, I was uh, bummed. And then uh, Trinity Mail. Isaiah Cummings knocked the hell out of that kid on that touchdown. Trinity Mail. I like watching him block, which if he was on this year's team, he'd be great for it. Yeah. But he's also pretty good at jump balls. Listen, Alan Daly right now, he's the blocker of the wide receiver room until I see something close to what he did. He does a good job, doesn't he? Boy, put that one guy on his ass for Lynn Bowden to score. <laughs> yeah, he, yeah. No. He's, a, he's a tough guy. It's Alabama Pinson, man. No, he, he, he's a tough guy. He, he really is. In a room full of divas, you're he, saying he's tough. He's a tough guy, yeah. Yeah, he, he's a guy that I would not want to mess with. Yeah. Oh, yeah, no. no. no and no. I'm not calling UK's receivers divas, but most receiver rooms have a little more diva than the other rooms. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, uh, Charles Walker, who's normally on this podcast. Huge diva. Huge Just diva. That's why he's not here. He's not being a diva. Yeah. Ooh, I've got a golf. I heard him blue. on a commercial today or yesterday or something. Yeah, yeah. Get, call the guy from CBI. <laughs> You're going to have to pay for that spot, Charles. Yeah, I'll do you that for us. free. You I'll send you an invoice. <laughs> he's been good on the podcast, but you got to see the way Charles dresses for these. I mean, he's wearing like a tie. Yeah, and, no. And he's really making us look bad. Coming from Louisville from work is what he says. Mm, I don't know. I, he's got time to change. He's doing that on purpose. I know. Yeah. He's the he's the two, he's the two year out of college. Hey, look, I'm a grown up now. Yeah. I'm I come wearing work clothes. <laughs> kind of, type of guy. We tape after I'm on uh, Hey Kentucky every week. I change in the parking lot because I don't want to wear a suit to a podcast. But he keeps doing it. Yeah. You know, it might be too. He's probably seeing if there are any eligible bachelorettes that are you know. Walking in a chaos okay. bar, yeah. You return one punt for a touchdown that Freddie called, and I suddenly you I love that part, though. <laughs> I called it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I got the dirty look from Tom. You're not allowed to talk when he's talking. <laughs> we spend most of these shows making fun of Charles for his fair catch abilities. So well, one time we'll have you both on, and uh, you all can celebrate that. I think it's a bigger accomplishment by you calling it ahead of time too. when there hadn't been one in like 50 years. Listen, it was New Mexico State. <laughs> I meant seriously. <laughs> you can brag that much about it, Chuck. Come on. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, nowadays, you can Photoshop the helmet, so uh-huh. he needs to get a picture and Photoshop like an Alabama helmet. Oh, that's something. a good idea. Patriots. Yeah, something, not just. Pro Bowl. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly. New Mexico State. We'll look State. into that. Yeah. yeah. Um, Belt Bowl. I'm sorry. I, yeah. No, 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 hey, no, you no, ready for fun. Charlotte? I'm excited for Charlotte. Because I've a I've never been there and b you never been to Charlotte ever uh just like once or twice changing flights oh, gotcha. so I've never that actually yeah I've been in the airport that doesn't count so I've never been I I'm excited because a it's the perfect kickoff time people don't like noon kickoffs noon kickoff New Year's Day is beautiful because. You do the game, you tailgate, you get up early, you get after it, you celebrate the victory, you take a little hour nap or so, mm-hmm. and then you get back up and New Year's, boom, you got like all your night to go out and have a good time. I absolutely love it. I absolutely love it. And because this game falls on a Tuesday, correct? Yes. You, it's only six hours away. So if you get off work Monday night at 5 o'clock. A lot of people are already off. Yeah. But, yeah, but if you have to work, are. you can take, take off at 5 – just drive straight through, get down there, and boom. It's a quick three-day trip, and you don't have to take any extra time off work. 
And I know a lot of fans were upset that we lost the Jacksonville trip, but I just think the attendance will be much better in Charlotte. Maybe I'm wrong, but going to Jacksonville on January 2nd, a day most people are going back to work after being off for yeah. the holidays, I think we'll get a much better turnout in Charlotte, well, too. And it's a day when everybody's watching football. And Gator Bowl's on, like, a Thursday night after a lot of the big games are played. So, like, how many people are actually, like, chomping at the bit to tune in? New Year's Eve, everybody's – you're the first game on, and you're playing against a brand name yeah. in Virginia Tech. And Mike Vick ain't walking through that door, but people still know Virginia Tech yeah. from Beamer Ball. Yeah. That, that's there's some name recognition there, some prestige with that program. Where I suppose the other option was Indiana. I don't care about Indiana no. football. No, one's ever cared about Stupid Indiana candy football. Stupid candy cane pants. So let, we're gonna. Uh, We're still selling Christian Watford t-shirts. In my mind, we are playing against Michael Vick. That's how I fired up I am to play Virginia Tech. But Michael Vick ain't walking to that door though. You know, Indiana was our Louisville game when I played. We didn't play Louisville. Right, right. Indiana was the alternate rival besides mm-hmm. Tennessee, mm-hmm. and I think we played for. Is there a trophy or Some something? Some kind of barrel, bourbon yeah, barrel. I didn't even get into that rivalry when we were playing them every year. Just something about Indiana football never. Just yeah. Antoine Randall L. running the. I do want to correct you. Know. you. Uh, Michael Vick is walking through that door, and he's going to be playing for Kentucky at the ball game. Oh, really? Lynn Bowden is Michael Vick. I think that's going to make a, just a great matchup. Lynn Bowden, Eddie Grand versus Bud Foster. Bud Foster's last game ever. He gets to play Kentucky in his last game. He's from Somerset. Yeah, from Somerset. I, I, I had no idea yeah. until that was brought up the other night. Yeah, Bud Foster is from Somerset. Uh, been defensive coordinator at Virginia Tech for years. Was he a briar jumper, do we know? I don't know if he was a briar was jumper or there. a maroon. Mm-hmm. Pulaski it was before maroon. Southwestern was around, yeah, too. So, yeah, but – I think that's going to be a heck of a matchup. I, and you know what? Here's here's where my just early, like I'm in the heart of digging into recruiting right now. I'm following all the 17-year-olds on Twitter, looking at all their emojis. So I haven't been able to dig into Virginia Tech too deeply. But this game, it kind of reminds me of, of Louisville. And, I mean, obviously, Virginia Tech better than Louisville. Not that hard to be better than Louisville. They stink. They're terrible. They're good-for-nothing dirty birds. But you've got – a matchup in strength versus strength in Bowden Ball versus Bud Foster, lunch pail defense. And then on the other side, I think Kentucky's defense just has the edge because they're a, they'll get some explosive plays, but it's a we're going to try to run it at you, run it at you. And the way Kentucky's linebackers have been playing Freddie, I really, I really like their ability to, to be able to turn the heat up on that Hokie offense. Looking at Virginia Tech, it's been kind of a baffling year. For the Hokies, it's been and, and I think you'll talk to their people and they'll say the same thing. They've lost some some weird games. You lose and to Boston College. I mean, they've made a lot of quarterback changes. I feel too. to me, I, every team in the ACC to me is Boston College. They're all the same <laughs> except Clemson. Clemson a bunch it's of Boston Clemson colleges. Clemson and a bunch of Boston College teams. <laughs> I mean, it's it's kind of what it feels like to me. I mean, they lose to Boston College. They lose forty five to ten to Duke. Oh man! But I will say this: after that Duke loss. Tech went to Hooker at quarterback, mm-hmm. and is his he was six and one as a starter. Mm-hmm. So Tech after the Duke loss is better, uh, played better. Lost to Notre Dame twenty one to twenty, close call there. Yeah, shut out Pitt. Uh, they, well, they, their they, timeline they, is very similar yeah. to Kentucky's. Different yeah. circumstances, different circumstances. But they but found their guy. They and did finish the year six and one. Yeah, they did. The hookers completing sixty two percent of his passes, eleven touchdowns, two uh, interceptions. He is their man. They they got a lot better with him at quarterback. 
And, and like then, uh, Louisville, they have a hooker. Oh, my God. <laughs> he said it. Uh, yeah, I did. <laughs> yeah, give me – I want all the smoke. Give me the smoke. I don't, see make, about I don't make fun of Louisville. They're too sensitive. So, Tech's best win is a 36-17 win over Wake Forest, which I don't buy Wake Forest as a ranked team. Yeah. Their record may be, but if you beat – They're playing Boston, Boston College. If you play, beat Boston College eight times, I mean, I don't think <laughs> you should <laughs> need to be ranked. It's crazy they played eight, Boston College eight times. But, but, but Tech beat Furman 24-17. to Beat Rhode Island thirty-four to seventeen. You know, it's just Rhode been, Island has a football team. Yeah, I didn't know that either. <laughs> are so, they a Boston College too, or are they even smaller? Yeah. So I mean, they're kind of just all they're over Boston the place. University. I don't know why I, w- I wouldn't think Rhode Island would have a football team. I'm sure they like football up there, but I I don't think I've ever seen Rhode Island. Brad White in from a football uniform. Rhode Island. The Rhode Island Rams. I know they're the Rams, and uh, they've had some decent basketball teams. I've, I can't even think of a Rhode Island football anything. Brad White. Now Brad White. Yeah, that's it. I'm sorry, Brad White. You're a good coach. Bud Foster, four-two-five defense. I know you all talked about that a lot with who we play, Tennessee Martin. Right? Uh, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. They did a lot of three-three-five. Yeah, junk. yeah, yeah. That that is a weird look though. When well, you start moving your DBs all around that, and then you, Virginia Tech plays with a rover, a nickel, and a strong safety. The rover position is is a, a player that's six foot. 222 pounds. Moves well. So he, he's he's going to be your uh, ad, uh, your additional defender in the box. He's going to get his ankles juked is what I'm hearing. So yep. Bud Foster's defense, the, the four-man front, plays gap responsibility extremely well. Mm-hmm. I mean, Tech is really good against the run, only giving up 127 yards a game. So uh, I, I think, you know, you're going to see that, that, that four-man uh, front be sound in their gap run responsibilities. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think it's going to be a great matchup with John Slarman's offensive line against that defensive front. Uh, but Kentucky's going to have to play extremely well. You give Bud Foster a month to prepare for that running game. You give Eddie Grant a month to prepare for that four-two-five defense. Something's got to give. I cannot yeah. wait till that happens. And Lynn Bowden, he's going to the NFL draft, but he's got one more in him. And, you know, you can't help but think that – Josh Allen being Snell really set the tone a year ago by deciding to stay and play in the bowl game. And I think it just shows to you – it speaks to what they think about their teammates and, and what they think about their coaches, that they're like, you know what, I could be selfish and sit out and secure my bowl stock, but I'm here to to play for my guys. And that's kind of been the, the MO of this team all year is being, being selfless. Yeah. Can I give a hot take? Yes. I don't. I got to word this the right way so I don't get crushed. Lynn Bowden. I don't think he would have set out anyway if he were a receiver. But it's, I don't see him. This isn't a huge sacrifice. My man likes having the football in his hands. And oh, this yeah. is fun to him. Yeah. I, I. I don't want to downplay him coming back because it's huge, and I do believe he did it for his teammates. But Lynn Bowden's getting the football on every play one more time. I, that's a big part of why yeah. Lynn Bowden's playing too. He enjoys it. Yeah. Another strange dynamic in this game. Kentucky has has played a bend not break defense. With Virginia Tech has more explosive capabilities with Hooker at quarterback. Got three receivers that all have caught 30-something passes. They're the kind of same receiver. But in the red zone, Tech is extremely efficient. 94% scoring in the red zone. That's pretty good. Seventh in the country. 67% of the times, trips to the red zone, touchdown results in a touchdown. Defensively, number one in the ACC, 53%. In the red zone, they're allowing a score. True. That's pretty daggone good. So 
Well, did you see the the other rankings in the ACC? It was Clemson, and then it was not Boston, Boston Colleges. <laughs> <laughs> That's how that one finished. And I don't mean to disrespect any programs out there, but it just no, seems just, like just it's okay. We'll it seemed to me you. that I mean, I was watching every every week. It was Boston <laughs> College versus Boston College. I mean. <laughs> But but again, a bunch that, of six and six teams. That's kinda, in that yeah. other, and I don't know the names of the ACC. Coastal is the bad one. Yeah. Which one is that? Not Clemson's division. The one where they just completed the the ring of. Wait, I thought Clemson being near a coast, they would have been in the coastal. No, they're the Atlantic. So wait, is Louisville's in Clemson's division, the Atlantic? Okay. Yeah, the coastal is the one where in seven years a different team has won it in all seven years. I guess it's the Atlantic. Duke, too, so. Pitt, uh, you know, you name it. Yeah. College. But I, I do think that Virginia Tech is, is a good football team. Mm-hmm. It's going to be a formidable challenge for Kentucky. It is. It'll be it is. a fun one. Yeah. I think you and, and beating Virginia Tech would be much better than beating Indiana for the brand of the program. Oh, yeah. Now, for old people like me, beating Indiana would be more meaningful because of the rivalry from yesteryear. Mm-hmm. But for the, the brand of the program, beating Virginia Tech would be, would be significant. And with a bowl game, it's not just your own fan base. You're getting eyeballs from everywhere. Everywhere, yeah. So, to the people who aren't Kentucky fans, they're more likely to turn on Kentucky-Virginia Tech than right. Kentucky-Indiana. Yeah. The kids who have been tweeting out, blessed to receive a scholarship from Kentucky, hashtag BBN, a lot of them have been from North Carolina. So, they're getting, into, game. Com- getting into competing recruiting territory as well. Uh, Freddie, you got to run? You got to leave us? I'm good. You should? Good. We don't have that much good. longer left. I feel like no, we've been no. rambling. Yeah, we just haven't gotten enough enough. Hey, you still been? Uh, are you on the kale diet right now? Or are you no, on? You on just salad? regular you poke salad lately? I've not. I need to get back home. I've not been home in Harlan County in a long time. Just been running, moving, dealing, shaking. Yeah, I I feel that it's a very busy time of the year. Hold on, the, are you familiar with Mountain Santa in Harlan County? Yes. We we told that story on the air today. The Howards. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Nick, this this man would go around and give gifts to people in Harlan County. And he passed away, and his son has since taken over. Oh, and it's not like some real rich dude that's just out throwing money around. Like it, I mean, he's really going out of his Hitting way and spending his hard, hard earned money. So Mountain Santa, his son has taken over. We just thought that was really cool. That's pretty awesome. Yeah. And now is a good time to give back. I wish we had something like to give away to people right now. Now that you're saying that, I'll give away a signed eight by ten Josh Allen. Oh, just putting it out there. It'll be a KSR football podcast gift. Yeah, how are we gonna give it? Away? I just that just popped in my head. If you're in the mood to give, Nicholas, uh-huh. go to shepherdshouseinc.com and you can give to our fine organization. Oh, good, there that's go. a great idea. Yeah, yeah. How we, so? I guess. Oh, that literally just popped in my head. All right, we'll figure so out a way to give that away. Correct. Yes. Are we doing one next week? Probably not. There's nothing Sign, to talk it's, about. It's a big, we're what doing we our signing day show next Wednesday. But we're, I don't know if we're going to do it Monday. What are we giving away? I'm going to give away – I think it's bigger than an 8 by 10 It's a good-sized picture. Josh Allen signed. Oh. That's nice. pretty cool. Yeah. Hey, I, it's in my desk right now. That's why I thought of it. So I interviewed him not too long ago, and it was one of those like, oh, crap, I've got Josh Allen's phone number now. Like, this is – this is a dangerous territory, Rash. You cannot, <laughs> you cannot have one too many drinks and just like. Will you send it to me? No, sorry. He's my rival now. Oh, so you would just be. Well, he was till his trash ass team can't win a football game. <laughs> 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 While my team's going to the Super Bowl. The Cowboys. But yeah, send me that number. Cowboys are going. No, to they're Super Bowl? not going. The Titans, the Tennessee Titans, coached they're, by one Mike Vrabel with the best quarterback in football, Ryan Tannehill. I hope Mike Vrabel brings back mustaches, because like. 
that's the only facial hair I can grow. Like my other facial hair is just not that good. So like, I would love to be able to get into mustache territory. Did you ever have the pencil thin with your mullet, Freddie? I did. That was real big in the eighties to have the like. Yeah. I have a mustache, obviously, with my beard here, but I can't get the like the big, thick, bushy porn stash that like uh, even Vrabel has. Man, like, it's really good. Mine's more pencil finish, I would say. I know, and I. I'm and jealous. the thing is, I feel like there's an awkward stage too with mustaches, much mm-hmm. like growing your long hair. No, no, it definitely is. I've tried, and I can't it's get past it. It's it's too weird. So uh, I, Vrabel also said he would cut off his penis to win the Super Bowl. So that that's what I like in a football mm. coach, right? Wouldn't you want your coach to say that? Or am I wrong? Am I being? Am I, am I looking at this the wrong way? I liked it. I'm ready to run through a wall. Time to nut up or shut up. Am I right? Oh hey, yeah. Anyway, there's my Titans rant for the week. Always get one in. Do we have any big NFL news other than uh, Josh Allen losing again? Uh, I just think, Benny, Fr- Freddie, how excited are you that Benny's a Steeler? I feel like he's the perfect Steeler too. He is. He is. I love my Steelers. Yeah. Even Bud. Bud Connor's is, coming back though. I'm worried. They're all getting excited about Connor coming oh, back. Connor He'll be taking can, Benny's carry. He's doing well. Really, really nice shoes you have on. Dude. Thank you, Nick. Said the same thing. I know. I like Where'd them. you get those? They're like Nike the, boots. These are from Nike.com. But they're boots, though. They don't look like Nikes, but they don't like. It's they like a nice like in between. Boots. They're like uh, snow work boots, but also they're Air Force Ones, which is a popular shoe. Didn't you get them to go to New York? Is that what it was? I ordered them sitting right here in the office. They were way too expensive, and Maria told me to order them anyway. Oh, good job, Maria. So Maria talked me into a purchase for myself. It was a good purchase. (laughs) They're nice. They really are. Thank you. They look like they're steel. Are they steel toe? They're not. Did uh, Not even close. Did you finish your Christmas shopping yet? No. I, I shopped for myself on Cyber Monday. Oh, how uh, how unselfish of you? It, it was a lot. I feel bad. Yeah, I don't. I don't get a lot. I'm in. Um, I'm right now in like the. Ooh, it's about to get real, and I've got to learn what you have to do with a baby. <laughs> like that. Yeah, it, like I feel I'm, like I, you should Google that. <laughs> I, I kept. I kept. I was like, all right, just till after football season. Till after football season, and well, uh, time's ticking. Uh, football when, season's almost up. April, first weekend of April. Here's so a, here's my advice to you. Okay. After signing day, sleep until March, the last day of March. Oh, man. Because you're getting none for the next two years. I've gotten really good at taking 20-minute naps. You're going to get better. I mean, I'm like, yeah. you know, write a couple posts. Let me just. We've got to rewrite the KSR handbook for paternity leave, too. When it was written in Hubby's basement, when everybody was uh, young, dumb, and in their 20s, we didn't know we'd all get young, dumb, and in our 30s and start having children. So Here we go. We have we to are. rewrite the handbook. Yeah, yeah. Like I've never, I've never changed a diaper before, ever. So <laughs> can Amazon Prime do that? I rely on it for all adult things. Yeah, I, I think so. Can they just send someone to your house and handle that? Well, Grandma and Grandpa are only ten minutes away. Oh, that's so that's clutch. Worst yeah. case scenario, uh, they've done it before. They did it to me. So what do you think about the playoff? LSU. I'm really, State. I'm really. Give me those two. I'm really pumped that LSU got the one seed. I'm because really pumped we're not going to have Alabama-Clemson, uh, and I, don't, I like both those teams just fine, but it was getting a little stale. Yeah, yeah. And I think, A, LSU, they just – I feel like they're just getting better and better, whereas I don't – I think Ohio State, like, they're getting into that teetering. I just want to see those offenses and quarterbacks go see, at each other. Joe Burrow versus Jalen Hurts. That, I've seen that, Trevor Lawrence. I don't need him. Give me, give me like a hundred and what, – what's the over-under going to be on Oklahoma LSU? Like 90? I could actually see LSU kind of not shutting them down, but 
limiting them a little bit. But it, it could be quite if – it, if it is a shootout, there's no end to how big that shootout yeah. could get. I think LSU has the best schedule, has the best wins, and is the best team. Has the best quarterback? Has the best quarterback. I think Ohio State is very, very good. Clemson, I, I honestly don't know how good they are because they've – Boston College. Yeah. Well, I mean – I mean, yeah. being serious, I mean, that, that they schedule. They have really been challenged except not been, for North yeah. Carolina. <laughs> I, I well, think they're very, very good, but it's hard to tell. And, and, if and if Ohio State, they got challenged. Yeah, if and you're they very, very good, but you don't play anybody, you don't even get yeah, in the situation. Yeah, it's hard to, to gauge, you know. And like, you can't simulate that in practice either. Yeah. With those guys. I mean, they're going even good on good. So, who are our picks? I'm going LSU, Ohio State for the, for the ship. I am too. I don't want to say yeah, that as well. Um, but – Hey, Joe Burrow. He's the, got the Heisman. The, Is there I mean, who, who else are they even inviting? Like his Chase family. Young. Chase Young got <laughs> yeah, invited. Chase Young ago. Who else got invited? Uh, Jalen Hurts. Yeah, Jalen Hurts. And Hurts got invited? Yeah. Huh. And Ohio State quarterback. Yeah, Fields. Fields got invited too? Yeah. Man, uh, watching, watching him, I'm when Burrow caught his own pass and went 20 yards, like that was awesome. Let me ask you a serious question. How did Fields get ruled eligible to play? He played because he had more of a of a legit excuse than he had like a baseball player calling him a racial slur or something, and then and then like I think even the baseball player got disciplined for it. So that at least had some legit teeth to it. The Tate Martell kid going from Ohio State to Miami. See, I didn't know any of that. There was there was nothing to that one. Fields at least had something to it. Yeah, but I I didn't know any of that stuff. Oh, I just looked up Joe Burrow's odds. Where they like, win. So how'd the guy from Ohio State get eligible at Miami? Yeah, no idea. Yeah, I have no idea. Uh, to win a hundred dollars, you have to bet a thousand. <laughs> but uh, confident in Burrow. That's why. That's why I wonder, Freddie, with the the Gatewood kid. That's why I was trying to see with those two quarterbacks. You know, if there's any precedent for the Gatewood situation. So. There should be, but the, the NCAA just picks and chooses I know, what it I wants to I know a so. lot of transfer waiver stuff is how much is the other school going to cooperate. Mm-hmm. You think Gus Malzahn is going to cooperate when Kentucky comes to Auburn next year? Probably not. Yeah. That, that's the part where I'm like – that's where I'd, I hope for the there best expect the no worst. no chance they help out on their end with us traveling there. Freddie, you played at the Plains, right? Jordan Hare? Mm-hmm. What, what's – I've never – that's one – I've never even been to the SEC town. I have no idea what it's like down there. Uh, it's like Versailles with a big stadium in the middle of it. <laughs> so I've been there. It's you, not, you, not a terrible is, comparison. Is it better or worse than Starkville? I'll go it's a little bit bigger than Versailles. Um, I know you love Starkville. I love Starkville. So. Yeah, this is, where, this is where we don't see eye to eye. <laughs> I was going to say earlier, Jacksonville is the Starkville of Florida. Ooh, that's uh, – yeah. <laughs> good point. another reason I'm glad we're not going there. Good Auburn's a good place, though. I like Auburn. I'm excited. I'd say to make Auburn that trip. is like uh, Danville, right, with the big stadium. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I would still go a little bigger. Well, yeah, you got. But it's got that feel. Okay. Versailles definitely has a better Kroger. Definitely. Are you still uh, oh, all man. about it? You You're haven't plugged all, it yet. That was your big thing. It. Yeah, when you all about were out here every week. I was just there yesterday. I'll probably go back today. I don't <laughs> need anything. I'll just probably just go walk around. Take a little quick little stroll. Yeah. The Kroger that I go to, Freddie. Yeah. Is the one that's near Louisville's campus. Mm-hmm. So it's got Cardinal stuff all over the place. Nice. I'm, yeah. It's, I feel uncomfortable sometimes. So I know? guess you all already talked about the Governor's Cup last week. We oh, did, yeah, but, but feel we, free to share your yes, thoughts on it. Um, we talked oh, – we, we might have talked some trash. Yeah. I, I – that was a game 
much like Virginia Tech, much like Clemson, I, I, I saw what Louisville had done to other ACC schools, scored all those points with all those yards. And, again, I, I don't know if, if I understood the quality of that conference, of their competition before that game. I thought – I didn't know – I did not project it to be a blowout. I know that. I know you did. Mm-hmm. Uh, I just figured that defense couldn't stop anyone. Yeah, yeah. So, it was, uh, it was confusing because of their, who they played and how, you know, they had had success. But you have to give Satterfield credit at least. For, oh, Definitely. You know, inheriting that and doing that. And but, the but 2-2 and Hawking, those guys are, are very good. They're going to be a problem. For but the line of scrimmage was all UK. I mean, that was a beat down on the line of scrimmage. Yeah. That it, was a physical just, here we come, stop it if you can. That, a, that aspect of the game, those t- two teams should have been playing each other. It looks so unfair. Yeah. And, and that, that's a game I know uh, um, the offensive line has gotten a lot of credit, and it should have. But Drake Jackson, Logan Stenberg, Luke Fortner, <laughs> those guys just the big blue wall. They just <sighs> they just whipped them. Speaking, I've got some bad news whipped about our them. big blue wall. They did not make the Joe more. How yeah, in what's the up world? With you up? Seriously, I come the know. hell on. Yeah. So it was Alabama, Georgia, and who else was it? Uh, Alabama, Georgia, Clemson, LSU, and Ohio State. No. no, no, no. Excuse me. Bama, Oregon, LSU, Ohio State. I would have even understood if it was Georgia because that Andrew Thomas dude, he's a stud. They got some studs there. But, yeah, come – Jiminy Christmas, give me a break. Yeah. I, you know, going back to the playoff, Georgia's one team I would not have ranked fourth going into Saturday. No, no. Not even close. But you know what you I – You get would, beat by South Carolina at team, home. Yeah, that team was bad. Hey, you know what? And – That shows you the value in a play caller too because look what happened once uh, – Jim Chaney leaves. And then the Kentucky game showed some things about Jake Fromm that we saw later on. That Yeah, he, they, they dropped. Now, granted, he they had a chance to win that, but he, he put the ball right there on a couple of them. Yeah. But he, My it, thing, too, watching that game, Freddie, their skill guys behind DeAndre Swift don't scare me. Yeah. That Harrion guy, he ain't scary. He's not a Chubb or a Gurley or any of those. I've already booked our hotel in Atlanta next year. Have you really? Yeah, got, good. I got us, Nick. All right, good. I, little, I tweeted out Saturday night. People since, thought since it I'm was part time. Do I go? Yeah, sure. We got it's a it's a suite at the Embassy Suites. They have a uh, an, a nice buffet downstairs. Got Ooh. a couple separate bedrooms in our room. We'll podcast in the lounge. Nice. We're ready to go. Good. As we beat Alabama. I don't know the, the part time full time. We don't either. Okay. <laughs> Here lately, it's just been everyone's full time. And if you want a day off, too bad you're full time. Yeah. yeah, you know, stuff happens on Sundays too. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I'm, I'm excited, Freddie. I'm I'm excited to just talk some chalk, some chalk with you. Yeah, about that. It's fun. It is. And uh, Army Navy. Oh, that's the big question. It's Army Navy this weekend. Who's you winning? asking me on four? Who's winning? Who do you think's gonna win? Army. Go Army. Beat Navy. Period. They're pretty good too. Who's supposed to win? Who? What's the line Army. on that game? Navy's pretty good too. Yeah, I know. it don't matter. Yeah. Hey, how many times have you, have you been in that game? Once. Was it in Philly? Oh, Navy's a 10-point yeah. favorite? What? That game's 10 points? Come, Come on. on. Yeah. That game is going to be closer than that. You got your 10 points. I'm going to have to bet that right now. <laughs> oh, man. Army, of course. Of Army. Yeah. 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 See, that's one game I really want to go to. You got to. Yeah. It's the best sporting event I've ever been what to. What are you doing Saturday at 3? Uh, 
I'll skip oh, the, I'll skip the uh, wife's Georgia birthday Tech. party. Ah, yeah. How about yeah. that earlier? I've never seen a walk-off touchdown before. Well, I was on the sideline with CJ Conner. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, that one too. <laughs> that was a pretty big deal. Yeah, that was a big deal. Yeah, and Freddie, when we when we go back and talk about that season, like years down the road, and you talk about your favorite games, there were so many great moments. Yeah. It's really hard to beat a walk-off touchdown on the road. It was. Especially when everybody had re- – you kind of – Beating Florida at Florida was pretty fun, too. That was – oh, man. There were some good ones. That game shouldn't have been that close. No, no. That was a that – They was had a, that one long drive, and they yeah. gave up, what, a third and 27 yeah. or that, something that like that? That was a one-sided game. Yeah. It really was. I, mean, I hate seeing Felipe Franks go, though. It was fun. Him and Jake Bentley, they were fun quarterbacks to play against. Yeah. No. Well, given that – here, here's here's my top five. You want to hear my preseason top five next yes. year? Yes. Yes. Number one, Southern Cal. Going USC. Number two, Nebraska. <laughs> number three, South Carolina. <laughs> and number four, Texas. See what he's doing, Drew? He's doing all the teams that the media hype up, but they actually stink. Oh, okay. So, like, Nebraska's like, win total, they thought it was actually going to be eight and a half. They I won five games. I was off with the joke here because I'm like, see, really? South Carolina. Man, there's one guy for 24-7 that's a national writer for him, Brad Crawford. The junk he puts out there. He, I, dude, my, just my, say my your – David Corn. Dude, Dave, he goes in on – He goes after it, The thing is, though, is it's like he tries to – okay, if you're going to be a South Carolina fan, just be a South Carolina fan. Don't try to act like you're not. Wes Rucker at Tennessee. Don't try to be like some objective journalist guy. Yeah, just, we call it what we are. I'm yeah, a fan. I'm a fan of Kentucky. I'm going to fanboy for him. It's cool. But these guys, they try to act like they aren't. It's ridiculous. Yeah. Absolutely ridiculous. So I, that's – I love what seeing did Nebraska, Nebraska finish this year? I'm five, five and seven. seven. Oh, yeah, they, God, they, it's even worse than I thought. They lost to uh, who was it in the last? It was the kicker for Iowa. Iowa. He he was it. He gave him like a finger wag, like a Mutombo finger wag after he hit a game winning field goal and said, "No bowl for you." <laughs> oh man. So there, you're number four. I didn't get your fifth. Uh, I how don't about, have a fifth. How about uh, what's another one that's always in that position? Notre Dame. Notre Dame. Yeah. Good fifth. Good yeah. fifth. Good fifth. That's and my top five. Man. I like We've it. Got it set in stone. I'm ready for Jake Bentley at Utah. I don't know how he has eligibility, but I'm all <laughs> in on Jake Bentley at Utah. He actually that actually is a pretty good situation for him, I think. He cracked the code of how to play college football forever. And he, at South Carolina, they were like, "Hey, go do everything for us." At Utah, they're going to like run the ball, run the ball, run the ball. They'll throw it every once in a while, run the ball, run the ball. God, they had a they cannot play in that game. That <laughs> game, there's some Kyle Whittingham. I don't know what it is. He cannot coach in that man, game. Man, they had the golden opportunity. Oh man, just absolutely blew it. Yeah, absolutely blew it. Well, this was fun. It's been, it's been a good run. It's been good. It's good to have you back, Freddie. It's good to be back, Nicholas. Thank you for having me. Check out that Hallmark movie about the lodge that's about to go under. Like I said I don't mm, want to spoil it. I like Noel. I'm going to go out on a limb here. They saved the lodge. I don't know, man. You're just going to have to watch. And y'all are going to have to keep on listening. And it's, they're going to save it on Christmas night, and it's going to be snowing. And then they're going to put plug in the Christmas light, and the tree's going to light up. But I will tell you this You know quick. another thing about those movies is people with regular jobs, and they live in these million-dollar homes. Uh-huh. I never could. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like full house. Well, this, yeah. this <laughs> one know. about the lodge, real quick, just to really get you all excited about it. She comes back to visit. The lodge where, that her dad runs, and I believe she's divorced, and she meets a man who's two kids there, and their mother just passed away. And I'm just going to tell you, they're both recently single, Christmas spirit. There might be hmm. might be love blossoming at the lodge, too. Is there a restaurant in the lodge that they make Christmas cookies? Yeah. 
Christmas cookies <laughs> always. See, get, we got to get home and watch this. I got to watch it again. I'm worried, lose, I'm worried we're going to lose y'all to a lifetime. They're going to sign oh. y'all up, and we're going to. If I, I if I had known Freddie was podcasters, there would already be a lifetime Christmas movie podcast coming out this week. <laughs> oh man, I'm all in. All right, is this goodbye? This is goodbye. Go cast. We'll see you go next Crow week Green. for signing day talk. It's going to be exciting. We'll doing? give away a Josh Allen picture. What I don't are we know. doing on signing day? I'm on the show. Wednesday yeah. we're going to podcast. You're and doing the radio show. Freddie's going to hop on KSR a little bit that day too. Yeah. Big day. Kentucky's going to sign, add seven more four stars. Best class yet? Oh, pfft. not even close. We'll see. Go Cats. Go Kroger. And peep the technique.